All right, fine. So you got it? You got the sheet? Okay, good. So, B'Tzalel is actually an interesting character. We don't know a lot about B'Tzalel. Uh, we know that B'Tzalel builds the Mishkan. We know he's a smart guy. And he has a lot of wisdom that Hashem has placed in him. So presumably he was also spiritually um, in a good place. That Kodesh Baruch Hu felt that he was the right person to build all of the, to build the entire Mishkan, all the kingdom of the Mishkan, etc. What's interesting um, is how the Torah kind of talks about B'Tzalel and his partnership a little bit with Oholiyov. And, and a couple of pieces of things that come out of this, which I think are actually kind of interesting. Um, so if you take a look in source number one, you just find the way the Torah talks about B'Tzalel and all the of, etc. Source number one, the uh, beginning of Parshish Vayak, well, toward the beginning, Paraklamad uh, Hay, so the Torah says, Vayyavim Moshal B'nei Yisrael Ru'u Kara Hashem B'Shem, B'Tzalel Ben Uri Ben Chur Lamate Yehuda. So there's this individual, uh, Hashem has selected, his name is B'Tzalel, who's the son of Uri, the son of Chur, and comes from, comes from Yehuda. So that's how, that's who we're, Harona, so that we just started. So that's, um, He's, he's the person who is chosen, this, this, this individual B'Tzal. Fine. So the... So, um... I'm just going to put this thing back in the chat. Um, fine. So then the Torah tells Vayimele also Ruach Elokim B'chachma B'suna B'das V'chom L'achai Hashem gave him certain, you know, Kochos HaNefesh He has his abilities, abilities to understand how to do the things that Hashem wants him to do. But like, and he's a and he's a craftsman. That's for sure. He knows how to work with metals, etc. Then the pasuk lamedal says, "Lahoros nasim balibo who v'haliyav ben achisamach lamateda." And so Hashem says, "Not only did I choose Betzala, but I also chose to work along with him. This individual v'haliyav, who is the son of achisamach, and he's from the tribe of Dan. Mileo sam slave." Etc. 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 Gave them the understanding of how to do what it is that they are um, expected expected to do. Fine. So the um, fine. So take a look at just the source number two for a second, and you'll find here uh, how Rashi understands who Oaliyav was, and we're going to come back to this in a little bit. Vo'aliyav says Rashi Mishavet Dan, which we know already. The Torah tells us he's Mishavet Dan, right? So why are you putting out pointing out that he's Mishavet Dan? Min Hayerudin Shebeshvatim, Mibnei Hashvachos. What does that mean from the Yerudim of the Shvatim? It's the, the the lowliest. He's from the the low down Yerad, like to go down. He's the he's from the lowest uh, the bottom barrel of the Shvatim, which itself is kind of strange to say. Like, what does that mean? Why 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 are any of the Shvatim? Like from a lower, lower level, where just interestingly, where is where is Betzala from? Yehuda. He's from Yehuda, so he's Yehuda. He's kind of from from the Machos, right? Yehuda rose to the top, certainly, right, in terms of who they are and who. So he comes from like one very, 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 uh, you know, uh, special Yechis. He's a Yehuda guy, so that's already like you know very special. So so Ohaliyav. And by the way, and his and his his grandfather is Chur, right? So Chur was the son of Miriam. So um, so uh, certainly he has like you know a lot of really uh, special special yichas here. Good, as opposed to Ohaliyah, who's the son of Achisamach. Who's Achisamach? I don't think we know who Achisamach is. 
he's that's you know I think he's the only time you hear his name, and he's from Don. Don is not known to be you know one of the special unique tribes. They are one of the tribes, and if anything, they're not from Rachel or from Leah. They're from one of, from one of the Shvat, the Shvachos. So there, so Rashi points out here that Hashem pairs up Bitzala with Ohaliyaf. And, Hashem, and Rashi says, why? He puts them together. He makes them equal to Betzalel in the building of the Mishkan. Who is from the greatest of the Shvatim? You're not going to make distinctions between the... Right? There's a messaging here from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he wants to make... Right, everyone feels good, right? It's like when you make a committee, right? You want the committee to be representative of of the whole community, so different types of people who all represent the different groups. So Hashem chooses Bitzala from Yehuda, He chooses Ohaliyah from Dan, and that way everybody, everyone, you know, on each on each extreme in the middle will feel, you know, will feel good. Fine. But what's interesting is that as the Torah continues, it tells us all the things that they do, and I didn't give you a whole long list here, but take a look at source number three. So the Torah says, "Vasab b'tzalev aliyah v'chol ish chacham lev v'shen asan Hashem chachma u'suna behema ladas asos es kom lecha zavros hakodesh l'chol achitzivah Hashem." Perak lamed hey lamed vav are all a listing of all of the different kingdoms of the Mishkan and how all of these groups, all the people in this group. They all did, they all created all the different items that had been commanded to make, right? Because again, they were commanded in Truma how to build a building, they were commanded in Tetzaveh how to make the Kalim and the Begadim of the Kohen Gadol, and then in Vayaka Pakudeh, they build them, right? So, so, and there's a lot of repetition here for that, for that reason, because they, they take the things that they were commanded to make, and then they do them exactly how Hashem said. Fine. But what's interesting is that throughout the process, we're told Vayas, 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 the whole group takes care of all of these different items. And then, in the beginning of Perak Lamed Zion, after two whole Prakim telling us this whole story, we're told the following. Vayas b'tzalel es ha'aron. Atzei shitim amasayim v'chetz yirako, v'ama v'chetz yirachbo, v'ama v'chetz yikomasa. B'tzalel makes the aron, made out of cedar wood, in exact measurements that he was expected to make. What is a little bit strange about this pasuk? You did. Where did everybody else? Where did everybody else go? Is everybody else? We had we have this whole like large group. We have we have Pitsala, we have Oliyav, and we have all these all these you know craftspeople who are all helping to make all of the kilim of the Mishkan, the entire Mishkan, the coverings, the krushim, the poles, the, every single thing has to be made. Everyone makes it all together, and then it comes time to make the own and. Betzala by himself. And, and, and all, so many of the Yishonim Achonim are bothered by, it's, it's like stands out, it's very bizarre. All of a sudden, Vayas Betzala, Betzala made it by himself. Like, what is going on here? So I want to show you a, a few different approaches here in the Achonim, the Rishonim, that take different, different ways of viewing this and why this is important as the Torah kind of singles out Betzala in this, in this moment. So take a turn to the Meshach Chachmim. Meshach Chachmim source number five. So much, much more modern commentary. The Meshachachma lived in the 1800s already. So he writes as follows. Source number five. Why is Betzal's name not written by all of the Caleb? Most of them just says, all the, everyone together made them. 
because those other kalim were made by other people in other uh, contexts, not just the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdash also. Right? V'chein b'bayisheni, asid. Right? They made, how many menorahs were there? How many, in, in the actual Mishkan, right, there was one of each. One menorah, one Aron, one Shulchan, one Mizbeach. But as they moved from the Mishkan and then moved the Mishkan, went to Gentile Yisrael, and then eventually built the Beis HaMikdash, they actually created copies of these kalim. They didn't have only one menorah, or only one, one, one uh, shulchan, etc. They actually had multiples of them in case they needed them, etc. However, aval aron mishenignas o lo asu acher ki ein laasos luchos acherim. Right, the aron had one job to ha- house the luchos. The luchos were never going to be made again. They came from a kadosh and from Moshe Rabbeinu, who made the second ones. Right, they were never going to come again. So the Aram, we, we were told that at some point, you know, whether it's at the end of Bayash Rishon, but beginning by Shani, it got hidden somewhere. Some say it was buried under the, under the Harabayas. All kinds of questions of where the Aram is, right? Ask Indiana Jones, he'll tell you more, right? Um, but, the, um, but the bottom line is once it's hidden, it's gone. We don't have a replacement Aram. The second base of Midrash had no Aram. There's a list. The Gemara has a list of all these things that were, they were missing. They didn't know the tumim, etc. All these things they were missing, and one of them was the Aron. They had no Aron. The Aron had been hidden, and they didn't make a duplicate. And that Aron was the same Aron that Betzalah had made. Virak Aron Betzalahu shekayim ledoros velo acher. Right. So it was only the Aron of Betzalah that remains. So why did the so why does the Torah say vayas Betzalah's haAron? What's the why? How do you read that pasuk now? He's the, it's like made in the USA. Like we got to know who made it always. He's the, it's, it was his stamp. Right. Always there. Exactly. Even if there were going to be later individuals who would, right. When the, when the duplicate menorah was made later, the duplicate, you know, uh, shulchan's made later. So it's not made by, it's like, yeah, like made by like Betzal and Sons, right? right? I mean, like it, meaning like it's been made by his group. It doesn't mean he made it by himself, but it means the group that was headed up by Betzalel, so they're the ones who made the Aron, and no one else was going to make an Aron, right? So Vayas Saron was like, sorry, sorry, Vayas Betzalel Saron, as opposed to all the other Kalim, which were made by, you know, duplicates were made by other groups, so who lived later, the Aron stayed as it was. Fine. Um, and he writes, Ve'ulai dehikbir akasuv, shelo yasu ledoros Aron ukruvim, rak zesha asu Betzalel. Maybe that's the Maybe the Pasuk isn't just telling me that that's what happened historically, but maybe this is actually a reminder. It's a command. If later generations are going to say, oh, maybe we should make a, 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 another Aron. Maybe we'll make another one, a secondary Aron, whatever. We'll put it there as a, as a symbolically, right, reminder of the old Aron, even though it won't hold the Luchas. The answer is no. Only the Aron that B'tzala makes is, is, is called the Aron. Fine. Fine. So that's one interesting, like, historical, if you want, or even, you know... Uh, um, even mitzvah, you want to call it, right? A, a, a detail here that they weren't going to make another arm. Fine. Rashi gives a different shot. Source number six. It says Rashi, Vayas B'tzalel. Why does the Torah say that B'tzalel made the Aron? L'fisha nasa nafsho ahamalacha yoser mishar chachamim nikres al shemo. Because B'tzalel gave more of himself than others, so it's called B'tzalel's Aron. Meaning B'tzalel wasn't the one who made it, he didn't make it by himself. But because he gave more Messias Nefesh than anybody else, so it's called by his name. 
What does this not answer? What does this answer not really do for us? Or does this answer do it for you? What was our question? Our question was why, why specifically the Aron does it say Vayas Betzal as Aron? So Rashi says because Betzal worked harder on it than anybody else, so it's called with his name. But there's a problem. Like the leader of the project, so everything should be under his name. Right. So why not the other kelim? Also, says, Vayas Vayas Menorah. Meaning, it's a, it's a nice idea, right? He gave him gave of himself more, but why specifically the Aron then? What would you say? So what do you say? What would you say? I mean, to me, just knowing the the stories that are associated with the Aron, couldn't touch it. Then someone did touch it, and they died, and like all this stuff. They don't necessarily know the gravity of it yet, necessarily, unless they know what's going in it. And, you know, I wouldn't want to make it. That's like making the boss's chair at the office. And you're just like, <laughs> well, I, I don't, that's like too, too nerve wracking. Like I'll do the, the menorah and the shulchan, like the, the pretty stuff, but like, I don't know. It's meaning it's, it's meaning another it, level. It reflects his elevated status that he's the one who is allowed to make it. That or he was the only one who did make it because nobody else wanted to involve them. No one wanted to touch it. Yeah. They were too nervous. Okay? Okay? Meaning that Vayas Betzalel as Ha'aron is meant to be taken literally. Which, by the way, I don't even see the Rashbam. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rashbam would say, right? What do you mean? This is the one thing that he made all by himself, right? Your, your shot probably would be like the, that would be the classic Rashbam approach. The Torah says... By only by this one that Betzal did it himself. Why? Because he did it himself. Right? Okay, so maybe that's the Peshat. They could say that. You could definitely say that. Um, if you don't say that, though, yeah, Liz, what are you going to say? I just going to say that it's the only one. Like, if, you know, if you're going to make replicas or a whole bunch of other things, like, you're not going to say, oh, this one's by Leora, this one's by Liz, you know, like, you're just going to say, like, these are the group of Kayleen, but if there's just only one made, then you would want to know who made it. Who made it. Right. Verify that there's no like um, counterfeits in the future that this is the one and not like a duplicate because you know only one was made. Right. If it had a stamp on it or something. Right. 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 No. Correct. Correct. I think you're right. I think that's probably more like what the like the Svasamis was saying. Like that. It's it's he's the only one who. It, this is the only one that that was made. Correct. So so I'll show you something interesting in Sifzei Chachamim, which has a little bit of a different a different way of saying it. So that's number seven. Sifzei Chachamim is a is a, it's a super commentary, right? It's a commentary on a commentary, right? Sifzei is a commentary on Rashi. There's actually, if you want to find a really fun safer, there there's a microscope, there are like sets of chumash made just on Perushim on Rashi. So you have Rashi, and then you have like six or seven or eight different commentaries, which are not commentaries in the Torah. They're all commentaries on Rashi. So the Sifzei Chacham is typically found in a lot of chumashim anyways, but, but always explain what, like, like the what's bothering Rashi, the Sifzei Chacham will often take that apart for you. So take a look at Sifzei Chacham in source number seven. They are a little bit different. Klomar, Bechola inning siv vayas, Velokasuv bitzala, Kamoga He's explaining what the question is. And what's bothering Rashi? In that book, there was like the English book, What's Bothering Rashi? So you want to know the answer, just look in the Sifzei Chacham, they'll often tell you. Right? So the, the, what's bothering Rashi is that why doesn't it say uh, his name in, in every in every clay? And why is that? Like Leor said, because there was none, there, there was no Kli that had as much Kedusha as the Aaron. So this is the opposite. 
rather than saying this one is the highest, so he took this one himself, it's that the others he like kind of delegated to everybody else, and the other one he took on by himself. Right? You could say, I like the way you said Lior's, I think it's the same. You could just said it in the opposite way, right? He showed them, right? He was the, again, he's the, the boss. The boss can't do all of the, all of the dirty work. He shouldn't be, right? He should be delegating to, to, to everybody else, right? So that he said, guys, do me a favor. I'm going to get myself involved specifically in this one. And because he did, it's called on his name, which I think is a very important idea anyways, right? It's the things that we, that we're most nefesh for, the things that we right, put our koach into, that they become nikres al shmo, they become called by us. Right? They, we, they get, our name is attached to things that we work on. I think it's, you know, it's a important lesson a lot of times we tell kids, right? You're going to hand something in, it's going to have your name on it, right? When something has your name on it, so you better be sure that it, it carries your name in the right way. Um, you know, it's something that, that I certainly think about a lot when we put things out, like even from a shul perspective or my own things I write or whatever that is. Like you're, if you're going to put something out with your name on it, so you better know that it's going to be representative of yourself, right? So, so B'Tzalel kind of knew, right, that this Aaron was going to have his name. So he decides he's going to be matriach, a little extra, a little, a little more serious, put a little more time and effort into it because it's no, he's going to have, it's going to have his name. So it's true also by, you know, it's true by things that we do. It's true by the way we relate to our children, right? The, who carry our names, right? It's, the, it's, it's true by, by a lot of things that we, you know, put our time and effort into that carry our name with them. How do we, you know, what, what reflection are they on our name? Which I think is an inter- interesting thought also. But okay. Let's see the Hamakdavar. The Hamakdavar is the Nitziv. The Nitziv, source number eight, when the Talitz Yehuda Berliner, who was the Rosh Hashiva in Valajan. So he, uh, he says a different shot. He says a different shot. So Nitziv says, Vayas Betzala. Mavur Bemedrish. Says in the Medrish Parshish Shuma, Dasiyas Ha'aron Garam Lezuchus Betorah. That the fact that, that, uh, that Betzala worked so hard in the, at the Aron, so it caused a special merit when it came to, to learning. Okay. So they, they became the, uh, the, the tribe of Yehuda, besides being the Malchus, besides being the Melech, uh, but they also became very, uh, very sophisticated in their level of learning, their depth of learning, their ability to say, novel ideas in learning. So that came, why? Because Betzala, because their grandfather, Betzala, right? Because their Sheva was so involved in the creation of the Aaron. Okay. By the Maisa Aaron, Zachol the Maisa Torah. Ugeshim she Betzala asa Aaron befoal, ve'achakach nimsar the Levim. And this is, I think, a really important point. He says, what did Betzala do? Betzala made the Aaron. But then what did he do with it? The answer is nothing. Does Betzala work? Does the, do, does the tribe of Yehuda work in the Mishkan? No. Right? It's the tribe of Levi that's going to work in the Mishkan. So what's Betzala going to do? He's going to work hard at this, at this Aron. He's going to make it just right, just perfect, the right measurements, just everything smooth, just right, beautiful, the Kruvim, the whole thing, all set up. And then what's he going to do with it? Achakach nimsar levim. Right? La so, what he said, 
what's going to happen is, B'Tzalah does his job, knowing very well that he's never going to use it. He's never going to carry it. He's never going to touch it. He's never going to even see it. Not, not, almost never see it. Right? Um... So the, the Yehudaites, what would they do? They were the, 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 the Talmud HaChamim who would say Chidushim. They would say beautiful ideas and learning. But what they wouldn't do is, they wouldn't bring those ideas into the Halacha Lamaisa. That was the job of the Levim. Because what did the Levim do besides working in the Mishkan? What was the tribe of Levi known for afterwards? They were known as teachers. Right, the tribe of Levi, most Leviim, most Kohanim, spent very little time in the in the Mishkan or in the base of Mikdash, um, but they had no they had no place to live. They didn't have their own uh, specific Nachal and Eretz Yisrael. They didn't have their own. There wasn't a, a Shevet Levi area, but rather they were already Leviim all over the all over the country. Right, there were different cities of Leviim all over the place. Why? That's actually what Yaakov Avinu says about about the tribe of Levi. Afitzein be Yisrael. I'm going to spread you out. Why? Partly to get them away from Shimon, because they're too powerful. But partly because they're going to go ahead, I think Rashi says there, they're going to be the teachers of Torah, so they had to be spread around all of Am Yisrael. So he says, that's exactly what was going on with B'tzal. B'tzal's job, he says, is to be the Oseh, to be the one to make the Aron. But he wasn't going to be the one to use the Aron. So the Torah says specifically, Vayas B'tzal es Aron. Because they want to, to emphasize the fact that B'tzalah understood his role. He knew what his job was. His job was to be the maker of the Aron. His job was not to be the user of the Aron. And that's why his children, right, who from the tribe of Yehuda, they are the ones who make the Chidush Torah, but they're not the ones to apply it. That's the job of the Levim, to teach it to the to rest of Klai Yisrael, and to Paskin Shailas, etc. That wasn't going to be their place. And I think what the Nitziv is pointing out is a really, I think, fundamental idea in which you're going to see is really part and parcel of who B'tzalah really is. I mean, what, what B'tzalah brings to the table more than almost any person in the Torah. And that is that B'tzalah is all in on his job and, he, and, he's, and he's, you know, uh, committed to his role, but he also recognizes that he has one role and other people have another role and that's okay. And it doesn't take away from anything that he does, the fact that he doesn't have that role. Which I think it's very cool. Does that fit as well into the, the, the so, meaning our original kasha was vayas, but I have a couple of other things to point out about this, which I think are really cool. But, but what, does this fit into the, like the, an answer to our question, vayas, but salah, sa'aron? How would you answer our question? We said, why specifically did, uh, did Bitsala make the aron? Or why is the Torah specifically pointed out there? So what would you say? I think the emphasis of the word switches to vayas b'tzalel to vayas b'tzalel uh. of like it's not that b'tzalel made it it's b'tzalel made it and that was it and he knew that the making was okay by him that's enough yeah. I could be the maker and not the doer and that's alright okay good right and so why and why specifically the aron what everything else was used the aron's the only thing that just is like Sitting there. Is, which I guess is like the way that teachers are. Like, they, they just are. They just teach. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's interesting. I don't know. No, or you could say that specifically because it's coming to represent this, this, this like symbol of, of learning. 
because he's going to be the maker of the Aron while the, the, the Levim will be the users of the Aron, if you want to say it that way, right? That's like symbolic that way, that, he, that, that his job is to make it while others will use it. And, and, it maybe, and, and there in this specific scenario, the example is, is learning, right? That they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna learn the base Medrash and there's going to be someone else going to come and, and teach the Torah. They say, uh, they say uh, you know, um, if you look sometimes, when you're looking for a Shaila, you want to find an answer. So you look in the Mishnah Brewer, the Mishnah Brewer is written by the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim was a, was a, Rosh, was a Rosh Shiva, right? And, that, and so if you look in the, in the Mishnah Brewer, so often he's a lot of, he brings out a lot of Chumros. And if you look in the Arach HaShulchan, the, so the Arach HaShulchan was, was a Shul Rabbi. So a lot, he's a community rough. So a lot of times he has a lot of like the more lenient opinions are in the Arach HaShulchan. So often they say like, you know, like the, like the, the Mishnah Brewer was there to say the Chidushim and sometimes the Arach HaShulchan was there to tell you how to do a Halacha Lamaisa because you know, everyone has their, their, their place in that way, which I think is very interesting. Um, I also think that people go back and thank their teachers, like for making them what they are. So, and it's like, they made it, but the, I don't know, it doesn't follow the No, teacher. but the student, but the student brings it to life. Turns it into what it will be. Yeah, it's a different way to say it, but it's, it's, it's a similar idea, right? That, that you can have ideals and ideas, but someone has to bring those ideas, you know, to, to practical. Right, make them practical. So yeah, that could be a student learning from a teacher how to make it practical in their life. And that could be, uh, you know, like we said, like the Rosh Hashiva teaching a Chiddush and the, you know, the teacher, the, the, the teacher of the Hamonam going and bringing it to the people. You can take it that way also. But it, it, it's all these series of, of, of recognizing your role, what your job is and what it is that HaKadosh Baruch has put you on, the, on this earth for. Um, and what's interesting is that it actually fits very well with part of how Chazal understood B'Tzalel. But I'll just, but as a way of making the point, I'll take you to the, the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, source number nine, which is a, a, a beautiful, a, a tragic, but beautiful Gemara. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Kuf Beis Amar Aleph, tells a story about Yeruvim ben Nevat. Yeruvim ben Nevat was one of the worst kings of Israel. He's actually the one who, when the kingdoms of Yisrael and Yehuda split, he puts guards on the way, not allowing the people from Israel to go to Yehuda, to go to the base of Mekdash, and so they can't go down. And then what does he do? He actually builds two Eglei Zahav. Right? Think about the, like, probably the worst thing a Jewish leader could do is the, to recreate the Eglei Zahav. He made two of them and put them in two different places in Israel, and he made a holiday in Cheshvan. So the people shouldn't go to go to the they shouldn't go to to Yerushalayim during Tishrei and instead should go to Avodah Zarah. This is this is Yerav Minavat was what like, like you can't even like believe right. This is a, a king of Israel right. So that's what he did. So Yerav was one of the worst and, and and throughout Tanakh actually it'll say you know and this person this king was you know pretty good but he, he didn't get rid of the bumbos and, and they're always like but he was never as bad as Yerav. Because Yeruvim was known as like the worst, the, the most evil. So the, so the Gemara tells a story. Whether the Gemara means to tell a story as something that really happened or it means it to, to teach us a lesson. Either way, it's, it's beautiful. And the, the Torah says as follows, Am Rebbe Abba, Acha shetavsu HaKadosh Baruch Hu liyeruvim bevigdo, v'amala. After Yeruvim died, or I don't know if he died, but at the end of his life, at least, he grabs Yeruvim by his, by his clothing. And he says to him, V'amalo, chazor b'cha, do tshuva. V'ani, v'yata, u'ben Yishai, nital ben Gan Eden. And you, and me, and David and Melech, will walk together in Gan Eden. It's a pretty good deal. 
God Himself is asking you, do tshuva, and you'll come with me and David Melech. I don't know about you. I would say yes. Right? What, is, what does your Rabbim say? Amrlo, mi barosh. Who's going to go first? Ben, so Hashem answers him, Ben Yishai Barosh. David will be number one, you'll be number two. Respond to Ravam, Ihachi, Lo Ba'ina. If that's true, then I don't want it. He says no. An amazing Gemara. An ama- that's actually the Pshat, right? That is, that, that's the, the Pshat also in Haman, right? What does Haman say? Haman comes home, after being invited to the, to the queen's party, and he comes home to his family, and he tells them, it was amazing, look, 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 look at Ahasuerus, and maybe second in command, and it's amazing, and it's great, and I'm the, I'm the, everyone bows down to me, and I have all this money, and then he says, and none of it is worth anything, because I walk by Mordechai Yehudi, he won't get up and bow down to me. If Haman would have just left it alone, what would have happened to him? Be fine. He never would have showed up to the king. He never would have asked him to, to take Mordechai on the horse. He never, right? Just be happy with what you have, right? And he can't do it. He can't, he can't give it up. That he, I have everything in the world but that one. Right? And so he, so, he, uh, so he runs for the next thing. It's actually, also the Peshat, the Gemara says, Haman mina Torah milnayin. How do I know about Haman in the Torah? And the Gemara says, Hamina eights. Right, Hashem says to Adam al-Chava, I gave you one mitzvah. You're living in Gan Eden. One thing not to do, don't eat from the to death. They couldn't do it. Right? Give up and one thing. Korach okay. also, like Korach had stuff that he was allowed to do. Yeah. But it wasn't enough for wasn't him. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. Right? When it, whenever you have that feeling, right? That I have, I have a lot. Right? That's, that's the difference between Esau and, uh, and Yaakov. Esau says, Yeshli Rav. And Yaakov says, Yeshli Kol. I have everything I need. I'm good. Right? So why am I telling you all this? That's, that's, who is that? That is what B'tzalel is, right? What is B'tzalel? At the end of the day, B'tzalel is the head, right? Well, he's not totally the head. Because what does Hashem do? Hashem gives him a partner. And who's his partner? Who's, who is that partner? Told us Rashi in source number two. He says, He was the, it was a nobody. Who was He was nobody. He was a nothing. Yet, He's going to be Betzalel's partner. And what does Betzalel say about it? What does he say when the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, okay, you got a partner? He's a nobody. You're from like Chashiv. You're the Chor's son. You're from Miriam. You're like super Chashiv. You're going to have this guy as your partner, okay? What does, what does, what does he say? All right. It's fine. I don't care. Betzalel, you're going to make the Aron and, and you're not going to use it ever. Is that all right? Yeah. That's my job. Right? Betzalel is not famous. We know his name, right? But Betzalel is not, right? not that famous. He's not that well-known. Because Betzalel understands what his responsibilities are, and he does them. And he's happy about it. He doesn't make a big show about it. He doesn't do much about it. But he, he knows who he is, and he knows what his job is. And at the end of the day, what's the Aaron called? Bayas Betzalel is Aaron. Betzalel is the one who makes the Aaron. Because Betzalel puts a stamp on it? Because Betzalel fought for his name to be there? No. Because Betzalel knew what his job was. And he does his job, and Kadosh Baruch Hu says... Um, because you were Moser Nefesh more than anybody else, because you said, because you knew what your job was, and you said, I want to be the one to take care of it, I'm not going to put my name on it, I don't, I don't care, it's not about me, it's about the job I'm here to do, to use it, to create it, and pass it on to somebody else, that's enough for me. And that's who Batal is.
which I think is very, I think, obviously very important. It's it's a it's a less uh, today. It's a less, you know, uh, we 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 talk a lot more about put yourself out there. You know, put yourself on social media, whatever it is, right? Make everyone make sure everyone knows who you are, right? And Batal says, "I'm does that, that I'm here to do a job. I'm here to do what I'm supposed so to do and be proud like of it." A surrogate. Like, what, do, what do you mean? You don't, no one knows, like, I mean, you don't know who's the one who actually carried the baby. You just hear, oh, they used a surrogate. And that <laughs> person has nothing to do with the baby ever yes. after that one period. But yet without them, the baby would have There'd no be nothing. Life. Yeah. Yes. It's like the one who kind of, that's actually very interesting, uh, like, you know, mushal, right? Someone who just kind of makes it come to be and then kind of disappears into the background. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But, see, and it's funny, because I see a parallel between Betzalel and Aaron. Yeah. Aaron helps Moshe throughout without being jealous of Moshe's, you know, first position in place, so to speak, and Aaron was just his, you know... V'racha v'samach b'libo, Hashem says about him, right? Aaron's going to see you, and I'll be happy for you, right? So, also... Same thing, and Hashem rewards Aaron and makes, you know, the whole kahuna come out of him in the same way that he kind of rewards Batsalel for doing, you know, his job and knowing his place. And that's why his name goes on the Aaron. You know, he's to be remembered for the role he played, and he played it modestly and, um, you know, with his whole heart. So I really see a parallel between the two of them. And who comes in to the Kodesh HaGadosh and Yom Kippurim? Aaron a Cohen, and what does he come into contact with? What does he do the vote in front of? Betzalel's Aaron. Betzalel's On the holiest day of the year, who does Rebona Shalom want? Yes. Who does he want to see? Our Aaron in front of the Aaron. Aaron. In front of Betzalel's yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Because that's, that's our, you know, that's what we're, we're here to do. It does, and by the way, it doesn't mean to have a low self-concept. It doesn't mean to have, to, to not be proud of ourselves. It doesn't mean not to be, feel successful and to be, and find success. But it means to do it in a way that, uh, you know, that's that's what it's about, and I think it's I think it's it, that's why it's important to bring out stories about someone like Batal and someone like Arna Cohen and these individuals who are not always as famous and not always as well known, but they did things the right way, and that's really uh, you know what it's about. On a side note, do you know anyone who 